the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Tuesday afternoon and welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We're coming to you live today from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. Well, since we spoke to you last from here in the state capitol, the, um, the environment has certainly changed. And that is because of the massacre that took place in Broward County at the high school there with uh, 17 students and uh, teachers um, just in an absolute uh, uh, undeniably evil act by this, uh, by this lone shooter who has pleaded guilty. Well, as I mentioned uh, on social media, and I certainly mentioned it last week, that uh, my prediction was all eyes was going to be on Tallahassee this week. And I think we already know that that is going to be taking place. So let me tell you what we're standing by for. The Senate Judiciary Committee of the Florida Senate uh, has a meeting scheduled this afternoon. It is scheduled to last from 4 to 6 p.m. Now, in light of uh, what has happened and transpired in that classroom, there is a bill that's going to be heard this afternoon. Uh, The bill is Senate Bill 1236-1236, School Safety by Senator Dennis Baxley, who hails from Ocala, also a, a very good friend of your host. Now, he also has another bill in that committee, another controversial bill, uh, Senate Bill 1234, free exercise on campus. Now, there's two other bills we'll be hearing. What we're going to plan to do today, uh, if everything works uh, appropriately, uh, we're going to go straight to the committee room of the Judiciary Committee when Senate Bill 1236 comes up because this bill is uh, crafted after, uh, quite frankly, Uh, how the Israelis uh, protect their schools in Israel. It is a bill that would allow for concealed weapons to be um, used on a public school campus. Now, it it doesn't just call for weapons to be used on campus by anyone or anyone that has a, a concealed weapons permit. The idea is to um, not only have uh, some administrators or some teachers uh, who would be trained very extensively uh, in the use of, uh, of a firearm for defensive purposes, and, uh, and I'm talking about situations where there is a, a mass casualty situation going on, all of these type of things. The idea is to um, have some people... Uh, on the campus, in addition to uh, presumably a school resource officer for most of uh, our listing area, that consists of a deputy sheriff for schools that are outside a municipal or city limits and uh, for the city or municipal police force to provide the armed security if a school is inside a city limits. And the bill would allow for 
uh, there in th- in this instance, uh, the uh, if we're going to look at uh, a little bit of a of a case study of the ambush on the Broward County School last week, as you probably are aware of, the school resource officer on a very very huge campus, um, and with the shooting taking place uh, for a duration of about three minutes, the school resource officer had no chance whatsoever to get to, to engage the shooter. In fact. The shooter did his uh, three minutes and then uh, dropped everything. And because of the pandemonium of the students uh, running out of the school, uh, he got in the middle of the students and was able to uh, escape. So um, whether or not uh, we have two uh, teachers uh, who were massacred uh, along with the students, um, now whether or not uh, if uh, Broward School had two, three, or four of uh, these administrators or teachers. And, oh, by the way, um, the bill also calls, uh, I believe, or at least I would call for this, that they would not be subject to public records. The idea is that nobody knows uh, which teacher uh, is packing. Now, with that, the idea is, is with teachers spread out throughout the day, that the moment that we have, uh, um, you know, an occurrence happening, it happens so quickly, at least there is an opportunity for a line of defense in addition to the school resource officer prior to law enforcement uh, actually uh, arriving. Now, um, I go a step further, uh, not as part of this bill. And by the way, the bill calls for uh, a lot of training. Um, so it's not just folks who happen to have passed what we call the, the, um, the general concealed weapons permit uh, course. In addition to that, I would call for uh, some behavioral intervention teams, um, and they would be made up. I I think that they could come under the policing of the school board itself, not necessarily under the individual 67 sheriffs or local police departments. Um, I think uh, another step to take is to have these uh, um, behavioral intervention folks and... um, my thoughts in my mind is uh, when a school principal, along with uh, a school counselor, along with the school's resource officer, um, suggests that um, uh, either someone's behavior, conduct, et cetera, et cetera, um, puts them uh, in an area where uh, someone should be following up, then you have these teams that could be dispatched immediately. And I'm not talking about people wearing uniforms. I'm just talking about two or three people in these teams, uh, one law enforcement person, trained person, uh, one psychologist, psychiatrist, trained person, um, and then depending on what the experts suggest, they would go to the school, to the home. They would do a a very quick uh, uh, evaluation uh, to see uh, where this student uh, possibly may or may not be in terms of his ability to harm himself or others. Now, uh, we have um, this morning was uh, I, I don't know whether it was the last funeral in um, Fort Lauderdale, excuse me, in Broward County or not, but we know that a hundred of the students have boarded multiple buses and they are making the 450 mile journey here to Tallahassee and they will be protesting here tomorrow. They'll be uh, petitioning their government, uh, probably more vocally for gun control legislation also for mental health uh, legislation. And as a side note, we'll be covering that tomorrow. And uh, do note that if you see images uh, on TV tomorrow, 
and there seems like there is more than 100 students uh, in the courtyard or in the, in the coverage that, uh, uh, that will be called the B-Row of uh, the major cable networks and local networks, uh, Leon County Schools uh, has decided that uh, any student here at the, in Leon County, which is the host county for Tallahassee, if they would like to come out and join the protest here at the state capitol, they can come out and protest with the students that come up from Broward County. So what that means is tomorrow is going to be a very interesting day uh, here in Tallahassee, uh, unfolding and, and will be covered by all the major networks and we'll be covering it as well. Now, in, uh, in that backdrop, uh, this afternoon, the bill that we're going to go to the Senate Judiciary Committee on sometime between now and 6 o'clock is going to be the bill that uh, talks about um, uh, allowing some of these school administrators or teachers with the proper training to have uh, concealed weapons uh, on these uh, public school campuses. Let me just disclose that, um, uh, and by the way, Israel, um, who has to protect its public schools, I think uh, if we can't agree on anything else, most people would agree that Israel uh, has uh, quite a challenge in protecting their schools. And uh, this idea of having undesignated people so you don't know who's actually packing uh, with the proper training in terms of administrators or teachers on a public school campus, uh, it provides a a pretty good deterrent uh, as well as uh, a front line of defense. We'll tell you that on behalf of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, I think uh, this uh, is an idea that should be supported uh, given the... um, the situation that we face ourselves here in Florida. And so uh, just to let you know that as we're listening to the proceedings, you will probably hear Senator Stubbe as he is um, uh, chair of Judiciary Committee, and of course very well known to all of you in our Sarasota and Bradenton area uh, as he is your state senator. He will be presiding, and at some point uh, he's going to be um, asking folks to um, uh, weigh in on the bill. I just came from that committee meeting, uh, and let me just assure you, it's not a large committee room. It's in Senate Bill Senate Room 110, which is in the entry level of the Senate office building. There was a considerable amount of security. As you will well imagine, there were stanchions that were set up uh, theater style outside the door, kind of a cramped space, as well as uh, outside uh, of the uh, of the area where you move through the metal detectors when you're coming in and out of the Capitol and in that particular situation coming to the Senate building. So um, there probably, uh, no doubt, is uh, more people who uh, would like to get into the committee room than, than have been allowed to uh, get in. And so uh, with that, um, that's sort of the backdrop that we have this afternoon. Now, there is a one, two, three, four, five. There are six bills um, on the agenda. As I've been monitoring this, as we've come to you live this afternoon, um, we're on the second of six bills. And uh, I uh, have a hunch that uh, we'll have to go through the uh, consideration debate on the, uh, the balance of the bills before we get to the uh, school safety bill. But, um, again, um, as we are covering things here in Tallahassee, um, we'll have some limited opportunity, but uh, if you have some thoughts about uh, what has transpired in the last few days, 
And by the way, I, um, I think it's uh, important for the students who are coming from Broward County. These students should have never been exposed to the, to the, to the uh, violence and mayhem that they were exposed to. And uh, I will tell you that um, uh, regardless of uh, my opinion is, and I'll be voicing this on tomorrow, something to think about, that regardless of uh, how one either agrees or disagrees or portions thereof, I think it's very important to recognize that uh, our elected leaders, uh, both in the Florida House and Senate, as well as um, uh, the, the governor and cabinet, uh, I hope that uh, all our legislators will be uh, very, um, very thoughtful and very plugged into listening, uh, regardless whether they agree with these students or not. And that is part of the beauty of not only our U.S. Constitution, but of course, as it also duplicates itself here in Florida, that we are an open society. We are a society that uh, feels they can come and offer their uh, opinions and they can uh, offer their redress for grievances uh, before their elected officials. And uh, this is the process that's going to unfold here in Tallahassee. So um, as I'm thinking back, I'm going to take our first break. As I'm thinking back when I was here in 2000, when all around this Capitol complex, certainly not going to be the case tomorrow, but uh, when the recount uh, was evident, uh, we certainly had uh, uh, just an innumerable amount of satellite trucks that nestled in the area. And because, um, of course, there's a lot been said about how this trip got put together Others uh, have asked me questions who's paying for the trip for the students. I cannot uh, tell you the answers to either one of those. But um, we are certainly expecting that throughout the day tomorrow, images going up to our cable news services and, of course, uh, the discussion on all the major cable as well as local news outlets across the state, it will be on Florida. And uh, the question is, Are the Florida legislators going to um, come forth with gun control they haven't been predisposed to do? Are they going to be dealing with mental health issues, and will this bill pass? All that and more coming up. I'm Bill Bunkley, live from Tallahassee. Don't go away. We'll be back live with the hearing. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into Jesus geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. This is Philip DeCourcy of Know the Truth. Now, the book of Jonah presents a whale of a story, but it's also packed with implications for you and me. Through Jonah, God's calling us to go to the city to share the gospel. And at Know the Truth, we're answering the call 
by expanding into more cities than ever before. Learn more in a special interview broadcast on Know the Truth. That's right here on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM. Weekday afternoons at 3, I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley, we're back here at the state capitol in Tallahassee as we are standing by to uh, certainly um, hear the, uh, the debate about uh, one of the bills that certainly uh, I suspect is going to be a topic on the talk shows tonight. Uh, we are standing by for the Florida Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, that's bill number 1236, school safety by Senator Florida State Senator Dennis Baxley out of Ocala, Florida. It is in the Senate Judiciary Committee, and uh, we are standing by for the committee to get to that bill. Well, before we do that, uh, let's just uh, take a moment to uh, reset. I hope that uh, you had uh, a wonderful day yesterday and Sunday and Saturday as we were celebrating the President's Day weekend. I know that uh, many of you uh, went out to, to the honor ride um, at the Tropicana Field on uh, a Saturday, as well as uh, members of our uh, Salem radio staff here, uh, promotional staff and others, along with our Captain Matt Bruce was there as well. And uh, by the photographs, uh, it looked like it was um, quite uh, an event. And uh, we're just thankful for all of you that went out and Supported our veterans at the same time, uh, had a chance to get out and uh, take a little ride with them. And hopefully uh, with some of your children and your family members, you had an opportunity to, uh, well, to learn something about uh, about uh, those who have really, really served us. And before I tell you a little bit about our weekend, I want to tell you that uh, from the moment the futures started cranking up this morning, did not look like it was going to be um, a good day for the markets. And so um, I want to just tell you uh, our market report as it's settling out. Looks like the uh, Dow Jones Industrials, for those that are listening on the biz this afternoon, uh, they were off 254 points uh, and change, uh, off 1%, closing at 24,964.75. S&P 500 was off uh, 15.96 points at uh, 2716.26. NASDAQ had uh, modest uh, losses as well. Uh, 5.16 was down, uh, closing at 72.34.31. And uh, with that uh, volatility, for those of you following that, the VIX is up 1.14 to 20.60. Give you an idea of those of you not familiar with the VIX. uh, Volatility is um, how much there could be disagreement in the markets between the bulls and the bears. And uh, for several weeks, as this thing was climbing, it was just up, up, up with uh, very little resistance. And now we know that has uh, come back. Now, uh, other headline this afternoon, um, apparently 
Walmart posts the worst day since 1988 uh, in terms uh, of their stock prices. And so news coming out of Walmart has driven that this afternoon. And uh, a lot are talking about the fact that that is uh, a driver for um, what we have seen in the markets this afternoon. So with that, that is uh, our market update for this Tuesday afternoon. Well, our President's Day, as we're standing by, um, i got to tell you that we're now in week number uh, seven. Uh, Counting this week, we have three weeks left. And it's about this time that uh, for most of us that are involved in this process and actually have to commute, this is the time where, uh, well, I'll tell you what, it just just sets in to where it is a little bit of a grind. Um, but for me, uh, God's always in control. And though I may be, uh, you know, a little bit weary, we always are, are moving forward, but it is a time where, um, you have some thoughts about you're looking ahead for the session to be complete only because, um, you're basically away from your home, except for, uh, some weekend time usually, um, since, uh, right after the first of the year and for our household, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, Mrs. Bunkley is a, is a single mom uh, during these many weeks. And so um, we just um, do our best uh, and, and, of course, uh, try to make sure that uh, we're dotting all the, ta- all the uh, I's and crossing the T's. But we had a great weekend. Um, had a chance to, uh, as you know, uh, Valentine's Day fell on, uh, what was it, Tuesday or Wednesday of last week while I was here in Tallahassee. So... Uh, we weren't able to uh, to uh, have that uh, opportunity to, uh, for a little celebration, but uh, we did get a chance to uh, get out uh, upon my return Saturday, and uh, uh, Zach accompanied us, and uh, we went to Kobe's. And uh, Kobe's is one of Zach's favorite places. I guess you could probably imagine why. But as always, they did a, a wonderful job and uh, and some great food, so we had a chance to spend Saturday of our President's uh, Day weekend uh, looking forward to, to that meal. Then on uh, Sunday, for those of you who had a chance to get outside, particularly get out to any of our beaches, you know that uh, we've just had a weekend of stellar sunsets. And so uh, Sunday we had a chance after church to get out and enjoy um, Honeymoon Island over in Dunedin. Didn't want to go too far other than that because, uh, as you probably imagine, there was a lot of people out and about for President's Weekend when the weather is great, and uh, we certainly wanted to minimize that, but uh, had a chance to see a great sunset. And then yesterday, um, Zach and I, and Mrs. Bunkley, had to work a uh, part of the day, but uh, we had uh, headed on over to uh, Bush Gardens, and uh, we're having some uh, some fun there. Mrs. Bunkley joined us, and I got to tell you, if you've listened uh, to me, you know that I'm a great, huge supporter of Bush Gardens as well as SeaWorld. And by the way, let me just praise them. Um, uh, Bush Gardens has uh, implemented a new um, uh, animal show similar to the dog and the cat and the, and the pig show and the birds over at SeaWorld. They've got a fantastic show. Uh, and they're using, uh, utilizing not only the cats, the dogs, the pigs, but uh, some amazing things they have done with uh, some other creatures. But I got to tell you, I, if those of you follow me on social media, you know, I, I kind of took them to task because uh, uh, they've got uh, the new ride that uh, just opened up. And, of course, um, uh, the Cobra's uh, Curse or something like that. 
So that was um, obviously uh, Zach's first choice. So as we arrived there, kind of looked around, uh, you know, how you have the little meter on top of the ride says 50 minutes. Well, we jumped in that, and so we went in thinking it was going to be around 50 minutes. Well, about 90 minutes into it, and I'm talking about uh, an hour and a half wait instead of 50 minutes, um, we finally boarded the ride, and uh, I was a little disgusted, I might say, uh, of just, uh, you know, not really updating the ride because they know how many people are in line. And, oh, by the way, I think they must have sold a ton of those um, fast passes because even when we got in line, the fast pass line in our first queue, where you queue in like four or five different areas for you actually get the ride to ride, the fast uh, pass line was even past that. So, um, hey, I called on Bush Gardens to have a little truth and estimation. And uh, But, again, I love Bush Gardens. I love what they do. Just um, got to tell you that uh, sometimes uh, maybe uh, they're not as accurate as I think they could be. But other than that, great weekend for President's Day weekend. Hope you had the same. Well, we are probably one or two bills closer to SB 1236. That's a school safety bill with Dennis Baxley. We'll take a break here and check in with SRN News to get the uh, headlines of the day. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. Don't go away. We're standing by for that all-important hearing. SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Bit of a rough trading session on this abbreviated uh, trading week's first day after the long extended holiday weekend. The Dow gave up 258 points to close at 24,962. The Nasdaq was down 5 at 7,234. The S&P 500 down by 16. The Trump administration is clearing the way for a lower cost, limited alternative to Obamacare medical plans. Under the administration's proposal, health insurers would be allowed to sell individuals short-term policies that can last up to 12 months, have fewer benefits, and lower premiums than those mandated under Obamacare. The school shooting in Florida that left 17 people dead appears to be the first major tragedy of its kind in which students, because of new technology, were sharing horrific images in near real time with young people. Some experts say that could be traumatic to the children. More details at SRNews.com. Before lunch, enjoy God's Word. Weekdays at 11 a.m., it's In Touch with Charles Stanley. That's why he was a man after God's own heart. That's why he was a man of great character. He listened to God. And at 11.30, Leading the Way with Michael Youssef. Biblical truth compels all members of all cultures to come to terms with the demands of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Faith Talk, a.m. 570, a.m. 910, and f.m. 102.1. If people can't hear the message, they can't receive the message. Audio issues in your church sanctuary can cause people sitting in dead spots to have trouble hearing while others are drowned in loudness. Christian Sound Installation is your full-service audio-visual team, specializing in the design, installation, improvement, and repair of audio and video systems, and training your volunteer team as part of the installation process. Don't lose the message. Call Christian Sound Installation at 813-505-6302 or visit CSIFL.net. Are you looking for direction in your life? Here's today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. I remember reading a book years ago 
had one of the best titles I've ever seen. The title of the book was, All You Can Do Is All You Can Do. You know, that's true when it comes to knowing God's will. After you have acquainted yourself with the principles from God's Word, after you've prayed faithfully, after you've tried to be practical, after you've tried to consider your own preferences, ultimately you have to make a decision and then trust in the goodness and the sovereignty of God. And He has a great promise for us when we do that. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not into your own understandings. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. I'm Jenna McFarlane. When I entered the Classical Academy of Sarasota in 10th grade, I had no idea the effect that it would have on my life. Caring teachers committed to virtue expanded my view of education in a way that I never even imagined was possible. TCA kept me busy with challenging material straight through to graduation, and because of this, I entered college fully prepared for the challenges to come. The Classical Academy of Sarasota. Contact us at tcasarasota.com. That's tcasarasota.com. When was the last time the owners of a heating and A.C. company took time to share money-saving tips on your A.C. system? Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance the Air Guy and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Hey, we're back. It is 4.34 on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. We're coming to you live from TCC Innovation Center right across uh, the street from the state capitol. And just moments before we came on the air, I uh, came back across the street to our studios. I was actually uh, dropping off uh, support cards uh, over in the Florida Judiciary Committee. And uh, we are standing by to uh, listen in. And let you hear the debate uh, on a bill that uh, I'm sure is going to be controversial. It's called the School Safety Bill, Senate Bill 1236 by Senator Baxley. It is a bill that would um, allow um, administrators and teachers to uh, qualify for uh, not only special training but concealed weapons permits uh, to add a little bit of a a first line of defense uh, in our public schools. That's coming up in just a moment. We are actually one bill away because all the other bills have been heard. Uh, Senator Baxley had two bills in this committee, the other one being 1234, which is a bill entitled Free Expression on Campus. He's actually uh, presenting that bill as we speak. But, uh, hey, I want to remind you that um, we have our book giveaway for February, kind of a short month. We've got about eight days left in the month. And unfortunately, we uh, are trying to reschedule Howard Kurtz, Fox News Media Buzz host and author of the new book, Media Madness, Donald Trump, the Prez, and the War Over the Truth. Now, we have five copies of uh, this uh, brand new book. And uh, by now, you probably know that this is an opportunity from uh, Regnery Publishing, as well as yours truly, and Salem Radio Network uh, to give you an opportunity to win one of these five books. It's very simple. 
All you have to do is go to either am860theanswer.com, which is our website for AM860, or if you prefer, go to am930theanswer.com. Of course, that is for our AM930 station. And when you do, just click on the contest tab in the menu bar and uh, fill it out, and you will be entered. And remember that every day you can come back and register and register and register. And that means each day your name is in the hat. So especially if you would really like to get a free copy of Media Madness, Donald Trump, the press, and the war over the truth, keep registering. And every time you do, your odds are increasing. As we're standing by for the uh, Senate bill, let me remind you that uh, if you're listening to us this afternoon on our answer stations or on our biz station, uh, reminding you that uh, at 5 o'clock, uh, if we are in the middle of this hearing and, or we haven't gotten to this bill yet, you uh, can join the Bill Bunkley Show for the second hour exclusively on our Faith Talk stations. Um, AM 570 is uh, where most of you would find us uh, throughout West Central Florida. In the uh, internal regions of the state, uh, we have our AM 910, which is based there in Plant City, uh, simulcasting there as well. And for those of you in Lakeland, you'll really be spoiled because uh, we're at FM 102.1. But any of those three frequencies, just giving you a little bit of an advance, uh, heads up, uh, if you want to uh, continue hearing um, this bill being uh, proposed in committee, you can join us. Give you a couple updates from today. Uh, the House of Representatives here went in session about 1.30. And uh, in the opening session, um, Democratic Representative uh, Keani McGee um, tried to uh, move a procedural move that would have brought up um, a bill that would have banned assault rifles as well as large capacity magazines. The bill had actually been assigned to three committees, but uh, none of the three committees brought up the bill that would uh, ban the assault rifles or ban the magazines. And it's not scheduled to get a hearing in the last three weeks as committees are about to wrap up. Session will be ending on Friday, March the 9th. Now, um, the bill is dead, but uh, through procedural moves, Representative McGee, uh, got it to a point to where it was brought before the House uh, on a vote on a motion to bring the bill directly to the floor and have a debate on assault rifles as well as magazines. When the Florida House of Representatives actually voted, and keep in mind that if this was going to prevail, it would do, have to do so on a two-thirds vote. Now, there are 120 members uh, on a good day. <laughs> Just kind of kidding. You know, if everybody's here... And everybody's happening. There are 120 members of the Florida House. Two-thirds of those would have to have voted uh, to uh, hear this bill. The motion failed. 36 people voted for the motion. Uh, 71 people uh, voted against it. It failed. Uh, Also keep in mind, let me do a quick tab here. 7 and 10. Looks like 107 people were voting. Now, some folks may not be here. Some may be excused. But keep in mind that the total vote is 120. So you got 107. Uh, What that means is there were 13 people that didn't vote one way or another. Now, whether they didn't want to vote, didn't want to be on the record, I can't tell you. But nonetheless, that's uh, pretty much um, uh, how that went down. So 
that did not prevail. The other uh, update I want to bring you, uh, not only in, I think, Pasco County for sure, we have had some uh, some problems with students who um, have been making threats at schools. Uh, the copycat uh, situation certainly is before all of us. But in addition to that, uh, we have uh, uh, the situation where right now there is absolutely zero tolerance. Let me repeat, zero tolerance by local law enforcement uh, to um, any uh, proposed disruption, certainly uh, any attacks on the school. Jeff Patterson, my friend, uh, with uh, Newswatch 8, is uh, back in from South Florida, and uh, he reported a couple hours ago, I've been watching this throughout the day, the Tampa police have arrested two students for making verbal threats at local high schools. Police first arrested a Middleton High School student on Monday who made a threat while on campus despite being suspended. Not a wise thing for a student to be on campus when they're suspended in light of um, what we know about the facts in Broward County. But anyway, a 15-year-old student was told to leave due to his suspension. Police he said he responded by saying, quote, I'm going to come back tomorrow and I'm going to shoot this peep-peep up. I don't give a peep-peep. I'm going to peep-peep this school up, close quote. Not a very wise thing for the student to do. Anyway, the student uh, said later that he was just talking with other students about the recent school shooting in Parkland. Mm -hmm. When the student's mother was contacted, she cooperated with school officials and police. Very, very good for her. Uh, Tampa police investigators said the teenager did not have any firearms to carry out his threats. Also today, police arrested a student for threatening a teacher at Robinson High School there in South Tampa, almost uh, adjacent adjacent to the base, to the base down on the peninsula. Uh, that student making a comment about shooting up the school, quote unquote. This incident happened yesterday during a disagreement over a student's grade. Police said the student said, "quote If you do not change my grade, I will shoot up the school," quote unquote. Again, not a very wise thing for a young person to be saying, particularly in this environment. Police later visited the student's home and said he did not have any firearms as well to carry out his threat. Now, both students were charged with making a false report concerning the use of a firearm in a violent manner. This is a second-degree felony. Tampa's uh, relatively new police chief, Brian Dugan, said detectives are currently working several leads and are taking these threats seriously. He said, and I quote, we are knocking on doors and taking it seriously. Everybody is on heightened alert right now. And if you say something or post something stupid, you may end up going to jail for it. I like the police chief's candor, don't you? The 10 police chief says investigating threats is taking detectives away from other duties, but they are still investigating every threat and every rumor of threats. Police Chief Dugan said, the thing of it is, you don't want to quickly dismiss something and then that be the one you missed. That is the legacy of what the FBI, DCF, law enforcement agencies in South Florida. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Hillsborough County School Superintendent Jeff Eakins said schools are going through safety drills this week although some of the drills have sparked rumors about school violence that have been spread on social media by some students and even parents. 
He went on to say, we know there is already anxiety about the actual tragedy that occurred last week. We just want to make sure everyone is clear. Now is not the time to do anything, even small, that is false. It is going to take our resources away. It's going to distract us from doing the business of keeping 215,000 kids safe every day. Of course, that's the enrollment in Hillsborough County. But I want to echo what other law enforcement uh, officials have said. I think uh, Pasco, Polk, etc. Uh, parents, grandparents, guardians, um, now is the time to be on top of your children's uh, social networking, texting, and posting. Because the rumor mill is really flying. And this is the time where, and by the way, I understand it's not just students, but parents. And I hope I'm not talking to any of our thousands of folks that are listening this afternoon. But but I hope that uh, this is not the time to be careless. This is not the time to be uh, flippant uh, about uh, anything about uh, a school safety, firearms, guns, you name it. This is not the time. If anything, this is the time for parents to be really on what your kids are uh, posting and texting and parents ought to be on their best behavior as well. So um, uh, we know we have that. And um, also, if you, for those of you who are just uh, uh, sort of uh, following all of this, uh, it is uh, something that we want to stay on top of uh, uh, for all of the, um, the districts that are, are here surrounding this area because uh, there's heightened security at Pinellas schools. There have been social media threats there. Uh, Pasco Sheriff is investigating two school threat rumors, asking parents for help there. Uh, boy, this is a time for our communities to come together. And uh, in light of uh, what we're all having to face, all have to deal with, something that we should be um, considerate of. Um, and I think, Mike, uh, you're monitoring Tallahassee, right? So we're still on bill number 1234. Yeah, we're on 1234. Now, keep in mind, this is a controversial bill as well. As you know, there has been quite the controversy about uh, free speech, um, individuals coming to a college campus. Uh, Maybe they're conservative coming to a liberal campus and liberal campuses of not wanting to hear them. And then when you have the white supremacist supremacist, uh, speaker come to the University of Florida in Gainesville, uh, exorbitant amount of money was spent on school security, so you have that issue as well. And uh, Senator Baxley's bill that's being heard right now has to do with um, free expression on campus not being interrupted. So that bill itself uh, may or may not uh, be wrapped up by the top of the hour, but we know the committee uh, hearing ends at 6 o'clock. So um, as we get uh, closer to hearing this bill, I think it's going to be educational. I think it's going to be an important, and uh, as we want to answer some of your questions, again, it is a bill that talks about uh, uh, school administrators and teachers on a, uh, on a school campus, on school grounds, uh, being able to carry concealed weapons, not just with concealed weapons training um, as what's happening in the general sector, but uh, we're talking about advanced training, um, hopefully to be anonymous, but be another line or first line of defense from the time a school may be threatened to the time they and a resource officer has to act. I'm live in Tallahassee. Honestly, we're going to bring you this, uh, this bill in just a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. 
This is an urgent update from FreedomChecksAlert.com. On March 1st, $34.6 billion is expected to start being paid out to thousands of everyday Americans via Freedom Checks. Checks so big they make Social Security and every other government program look pathetic. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. Lisa, a 57-year-old from Tulsa, Oklahoma, is set to cash in an even bigger check for $66,500. To be clear, this is not a government program. It is much better than that. There are no age and income restrictions. As long as you act before March 1st, you have the chance to join thousands of people like Doug and Lisa who are reaping a massive windfall from life-changing freedom checks. To see how you can claim your full share of this $34.6 billion payout, go to www.freedomchecksalert.com. But don't delay. March 1st is only days away. Go to www.freedomchecksalert.com for more details. That's www.freedomchecksalert.com. Don't miss the 5th Annual Focus Faith-Based Symposium, February 22nd, 830-4 at Suncoast Cathedral in St. Petersburg. Focus is a network of faith-based community and social service providers in partnership with the Juvenile Welfare Board, Florida Dream Center, and Eckerd Connects Community Alternatives. The Focus Symposium aims to increase access to needed services in order to build individual and family resilience, resulting in stronger communities. Register at jwbpinellas.org. That's jwbpinellas.org. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Jordan Peterson is a fascinating case study in how new media mixed with a needed message can overnight create a star. His YouTube videos have gotten far more than 100 million views. Peterson is a professor of psychology at the University of Toronto who's been talking, among other things, about a crisis of masculinity. He's moderate in his politics and Bible-friendly, though not orthodox. His breakout moment was when he defeated a hostile feminist BBC interviewer, leaving her literally with nothing to say. It went viral, with over 4 million hits just on the BBC website alone. The interviewer suggested that Peterson was divisive simply because most of his YouTube followers are young men. Maybe that kind of toxic attack on masculinity is the reason young men in particular seem to flock to Peterson's message. Be a man, don't be a victim, stand with your shoulders back, and go out into the world to slay your dragon. I'm Jerry Boyer. We get so focused on our role as mother that we lose ourselves as wives. Laundry, school runs, soccer games. Who has time to be intentional about marriage? Becky Thompson on Focus on the Family Minute describing why it's important to take that first step. It would be wonderful if our husbands could come home and sweep us off our feet and at the end of the day we could have this romance. But the reality is our husbands are also tired. So who's going to put out the effort to love first? Who's going to start that cycle that sometimes gets stuck in early motherhood and never gets going again? Who's going to make the initiative? The truth is we can love because Christ first loved us and maybe not because our husbands first loved us. We can love in response to God's love. And so while it would be great for our husbands to put out that initiative, if they don't, then we can actually love our husbands first. That's an important thought for every one of us to remember. Hear more from Becky at FamilyMinute.org. Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Well, friend, just remember this. As a believer in Christ, we are sinners saved by grace. Uh, Now, if you don't have the Lord, you're a sinner lost. But thank God if you have Jesus, he's washed away your sin through the blood that he shed on the cross at Calvary. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. 
Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. We're standing by for uh, a discussion on whether teachers and administrators, um, some of which should be armed with concealed weapons on a public school campus, that in an effort to uh, back up the uh, the uniformed school resource officer, uh, that uh, particular uh, approach um, very much um, mirrors uh, how the Israelis take care of their public schools. Of course, uh, those who are actually carrying and packing in an Israeli school, they're not, um, uh, they're not uh, publicized. And, of course, that's what I think should be happening here in, as well as at least another opportunity for a line of defense. Um, we um, are standing by waiting for that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let me um, let me get over here because some reason what I'm trying to <clears throat> what I have tried to print out on several occasions, <laughs> which is uh, our, um, our highlights. How many to do that? I want to remind you that uh, there is um, a 2018 Aloha Talkers Cruise. That's right. You get a chance to um, go to uh, Honolulu, um, um, Kalui, Hilo, Kona, and Nalawili uh, on Kauai and more. That is the uh, Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaiian Cruise. Get a chance to be with the guys at uh, some of the world's most beautiful islands. And at night, going to have some discussions with Hugh, Larry, and Mike, talking about um, a fresh course for this nation to consider. It's a seven-day cruise. If you'd like to find out more, it's going to be setting sail August 11th through the 18th uh, after you fly to uh, Hawaii. For more details, go to am860theanswer.com or am930theanswer.com. You can also call 855-655-1335. 855-655-1335. That is the 2018 Aloha Talkers Cruise uh, right here on your answer stations. So i got to ask Mike. Mike, you've been dutifully listening to the debate, and uh, sounds like or looks like to me as I'm watching the video feed, they've gotten a little bit bogged down on uh, Cinebell 1234, the free expression on campus, right? That is correct. Yep, so they're just sort of – little ping pong ball and back and forth here sort of answering minute details it sounds like and trying to get this thing ironed out yes well that's what we're all about very good description we're all about professional ping pong players here in uh, the state capital in tallahassee so um and of course uh, the backdrop above this is i'm looking at uh, many of those who have gathered there uh, there are some uh, students that I believe have uh, some shirts on in committee that I noticed when I was in the committee meeting before I came back over for our program today. I'm sure that uh, they are wanting uh, very strict gun control, and uh, so I'm not so sure they're going to be very complimentary about this bill. Now, as we bring you the live coverage, remember that uh, part of the process is um, to talk about the bill. The other part of the process is to allow public testimony. So 
Um, this bill could, I have not seen them get to the public testimony phase, so this could um, uh, pretty well fan out. So uh, if it looks like we're still bogged down, for those of you who would like to weigh in, um, and first of all, if you want to follow us uh, to AM570 or AM910 or FM102.1 in Lakeland for Hour 2 of the Bill Bunkley Show, uh, coming to you live from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. If we've got some time, uh, we'll even consider um, open up the phone lines. And I guess the question would be, what do you think? In light of uh, the tragedy in Broward County, and uh, I've, I've mentioned this the last few days, and I'll throw this out as uh, maybe this will get a conversation going. For those of you on the right, with all due respect, I don't think that we're going to deport 1.8 million uh, illegal aliens or illegal immigrants or whatever this group is. I don't think in the end result they're ever going to be rounded up and deported in mass numbers. Well, for those of you on the left, and I misspoke last week, I think I said 3 million guns. I think I should have said like 300 million guns. But uh, for those on the left, for those of you that think that uh, we're going to be collecting everybody's guns anytime soon, well, I don't think that's going to be happening either. And so, in light of that, uh, we are a Second Amendment culture, a Second Amendment country, um, enough of a majority to, uh, to maintain that status. So, when we look at what's happening with the mental health issues, the, the video games, the movies, all of what's affecting, uh, we're seeing these incidents in a repetitive uh, situation, is it time to do what the Israelis do and to arm uh, with the proper training, not just a basic concealed weapons permit, but should we have uh, anonymous um, school administrators uh, at high school, middle school? Should we have uh, anonymous teachers? Should we have some teachers that um, would have concealed weapons to be able to back up uh, a school resource officer who is uniformed at the time that we had uh, an emergency on campus to be the front-line defense? Well, we'll, uh, we may just be uh, putting that question out there for you to participate in coming the second hour. So for those of you on the answer stations and on the biz, it's been my pleasure to be with you today. And, of course, I invite all to come over and join us uh, over on Faith Talk. Have a wonderful afternoon, and if you got to leave, look forward to seeing you tomorrow at 4. My name is Brant. You ever make a change and then wonder... Why didn't they do this a long time ago? That's what's happening for thousands of people with regard to their health care. They're joining MediShare, and then they're wondering, why didn't I already do this? For most members, it costs less than half what they were paying for their old health plan. There's a huge provider network, too. You can customize your plan, and this is awesome. MediShare members can go online with a doctor 24-7. So if you need a prescription for the flu or something, it's so convenient for you and your family. So, yeah, this is one of those why did I wait on this things. And if you don't love your current health plan, you're not stuck with it. You can join MediShare anytime. By the way, to give you an idea, the typical savings for a family, about 500 bucks a month. 
It just makes so much sense. Check it out. They're super easy to talk to. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump is directing the Justice Department to ban gun modifications like bump stocks that were used in the Las Vegas massacre. I signed a memorandum directing the Attorney General to propose regulations to ban all devices that turn legal weapons into machine guns. I expect that these critical regulations will be finalized, Jeff, very soon. The president made the announcement to curb the use of the rapid-fire devices during a ceremony recognizing bravery by the nation's public safety officers. Mr. Trump is responding days after the shooting deaths of 17 people at a Florida high school. Police in Ohio say a 7th grader at Jackson Middle School near Massillon apparently brought a gun to school and shot himself inside a bathroom. Investigators say no other students have been hurt and they don't know yet whether the shooting Tuesday morning was intentional. A school official says the student is being treated at a hospital. His condition wasn't immediately known. Special counsel Robert Mueller's prosecutors have filed a new charge against a man they say lied to federal investigators in the Russia probe. According to a court filing in federal court here in Washington, Alex Vanderswan is accused of making false statements. It's alleged he lied to investigators about his interactions with Rick Gates. Gates is a former Trump campaign aide who was indicted last year on charges of conspiracy to launder money and acting as an unregistered foreign agent. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. The charge against Vanderswan does not involve election meddling or the Trump campaign's operations. It stems from the special counsel's investigation into a covert Washington lobbying campaign Paul Manafort and Rick Gates are accused of directing on behalf of pro-Russian Ukrainian interests. On Wall Street, the data by 258 points to 24,962, the NASDAQ dropped five. More on these stories at townhall.com. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle pain, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to relieffactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. 1-800-500-8384. That's 1-800-500-8384. Is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation? Unfavorable comments, embarrassing pictures, videos, legal documents, and bad tweets can ruin your personal life, your career, or your business. Reputation.com can protect your good name. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system. Call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. Call 800-651-4888. 800-651-4888. President Trump tweeted his endorsement of Mitt Romney in Utah's Senate race, writing that Romney will make a great senator and worthy successor to Orrin Hatch. President Trump's endorsement is seen as a sign he and Mitt Romney are burying the hatchet. Trump has not always been so positive about Romney. In 2016, Trump said the former Massachusetts governor had choked like a dog during his failed 2012 bid against President Obama. And for his part, Romney gave a scathing critique of then-candidate Trump, calling him a phony who was unfit for office. 
Within a few minutes of President Trump's tweet, Romney sent one of his own. It said, thank you, Mr. President, for the support. I hope that over the course of the campaign, I also earn the support and endorsement of the people of Utah. Shirley Smith, Washington. The first treatment to help prevent serious allergic reactions to peanuts may be on the way. The company said its daily capsules of peanut flour help children tolerate peanuts. More at townhall.com. The United Nations Refugee Agency is warning of a humanitarian disaster of extraordinary proportions in the southeastern region of the Democratic Republic of Congo. The UN Refugee Agency says fierce clashes between Congolese troops and militia groups are forcing huge numbers of civilians to flee, of a population of just 3 million over 600,000 people in Tanyanika province are now displaced. Those fleeing report horrific violence, killings, abductions and rape. Over the course of 2017, the UN documented over 12,000 reports of human rights violations in the region, but the UN fears the number of people affected by violence could be much higher since many areas were too dangerous to reach. BBC correspondent Imogene Folks reporting. Most of the violence is said to be ethnic and has continued after President Joseph Kabila refused to step down. More at townhall.com. Over a million Floridians petitioned to put Amendment 3 on the ballot this November. Amendment 3 will put voters, not politicians, in charge of casino gambling. And that's got Tallahassee politicians and lobbyists scrambling for gambling. They're trying to expand gambling now, before voters have their say in November. And that is exactly why we need Amendment 3. The politicians can't be trusted, and they're proving it at this moment. For decades, casino gambling was decided by the voters. Then, politicians tried to legalize casinos without voter approval. Voting yes on three puts you back in charge. It's not about where you stand on gambling. It's about who you trust. The politicians or the people. Tell the Tallahassee politicians. Let the voters decide gambling. Just leave it be until Amendment 3. Paid political advertisement paid for by voters in charge. 2640 A. Mitchum Drive, Tallahassee, Florida, 32308. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back for hour number two of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are 20 days into February. We are in the um, uh, seventh week of the nine-week session of the Florida Legislature, the regular session. And we are at our post here in Tallahassee for those that are just joining us this afternoon. Hey, thanks for being with us. Uh, We have been standing by 
for uh, a very important bill that's going to be heard here uh, in uh, between now and the 6 o'clock hour. has to do with uh, protecting our students on uh, public school campuses in terms of uh, the violence that uh, we saw that unfolded last week in Broward County. But uh, I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and uh, just remind uh, uh, myself and reminding you that uh, as we are dealing with some serious issues, especially since last week's uh, uh, another school shooting, that uh, Jesus is in control. The Lord is in control. He knows exactly um, what's going on. He's never caught by surprise. And um, as we have an opportunity to uh, uh, be a part of this uh, glorious free society here in America, and of course here at the state capitol in Tallahassee, um, we just praise him and praise him and praise him. Well, we uh, have been redirected here in the legislature, and I think many, many, many of your prayers have been redirected as well. And that is uh, we have three weeks left, and uh, with the massacre that took place uh, at the Broward County High School, uh, that has uh, sort of been a game changer for everything. What I mean by that is, um, in just a few moments, uh, we're going to have the debate, and I uh, may open up the phone lines. In fact, I'll, I'll set that up right now. Um, we are getting ready to hear Senate Bill 1236 by Senator Dennis Baxley. So let's see if we can get in a quick round of you be the legislator. Now, Senator Baxley's bill, uh, which had been filed a long time ago and had already been moving through the legislature, it would give uh, it would change state law that would allow firearms to be on a high school campus to be concealed, and that is a, a concealed uh, weapons permit by teachers and administrators, but not just an ordinary uh, permit that uh, maybe uh, you might be um, have qualified for and carrying your firearm concealed. No, it would be an advanced deal. Uh, with training, especially when we had a mass shooting incident, uh, someone with a gun on campus. What goes along with it is the training that is part of that. So let me ask you a question. In light of what happened when the school resource officer didn't even have an opportunity on this large campus to get to the shooter before he spent three um, minutes uh, shooting students and then successfully fleeing the campus, only to be picked up about a mile and a half uh, away from the school a little bit later on after the shooting. If you were the legislator, would you vote yes on Senate Bill 1236? Would you say yes, I agree with Senator Baxley, that with the proper training and the proper um, equipping, that yes, I think that uh, whether it's an administrator, a principal, a uh, couple, three or four of the teachers, that um, at each school um, there should be some folks who are willing to take the training and willing to uh, be there to defend themselves uh, with a concealed weapon. Uh, Do you think that is something that should become Florida law? Or do you absolutely think that no guns whatsoever should be on the campus? Now, we do have guns in terms of the school resource officer. And uh, if the police are called to a high school campus, uh, middle school campus, they're going to have guns. But let's go ahead and you be the legislator. Would you vote for this bill? Would you not vote for this bill? Uh, Be reminded that uh, this is probably um, known as uh, one of the protocols 
that the nation of Israel um, implements uh, in their public schools to keep their schools safe. They have uh, individuals with weapons. They're not, uh, uh, they're not publicized who are the ones that have concealed weapons. They don't know which teacher on which campus or which principal or which administrator. So if you'd like to join the conversation, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. If you'd like to weigh in, whether you support or would not support this. Now, I will tell you that as soon as uh, Senate Bill 1236 comes up in the Senate Judiciary Committee meeting, which we are monitoring, we're going to bring you that live feed. And I think you're going to be very um, interested in the education whether you're for or against this bill, uh, this is going to be an interesting discussion. Now, uh, I'm showing that it is uh, 5:12. This committee meeting is set to go up to the six o'clock hour. Of course, we'll have to sign off a few moments before the top of the hour. Uh, a couple things could happen. They're still bogged down on the previous bill about uh, the free expression on campus. But um, Mike was asking me, uh, Mike Miracle, back from our studios in Tampa, that, yes, they could extend the meeting if they want to. Uh, don't know what they'll do, but certainly they haven't gotten to the last bill, which is the school safety bill. So um, in the state of Florida, on a high school, middle school, elementary school campus, with the proper training, and, again, much more training than just a simple concealed permit uh, training and um qualifications for licensure um in light of uh what we've had seen it we've seen in broward county and other schools should we have uh, a handful of administrators principals uh, and uh, uh teachers those willing to um, take on responsibility should they be trained should they be equipped should they be armed in a concealed way uh to uh, assist that school resource officer as a first round of defense if you'd like to weigh in and um, you be the legislator, uh, we'll take your call, 877-943-9673. Um, Mike, which is the, I see we have three callers. Just to get it going, which caller would be the best? I know that one has another safety option. Um, uh, which one of our? All right, we're going to go to Kelly and then James and then Marie. Uh, Kelly is uh, calling in from St. Petersburg on the Bill Bunkley Show. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to the discussion. Hey there, Bill Bunkley. Just really quick, I would say no as a mother of a 7-year-old and a 4-year-old because now the teachers can't be trusted. Um, They're putting hands on children, so just imagine if they get angry and have a gun. So I would just say the the resource officers would be best if they want to, you know, add more officers. But that would be all. All right. So you're a little leery of the teachers. But if I'm hearing you that if we wanted to um, pay for the expense of, say, three or four resource officers, you, in light of Broward or other areas, you would be open to having more of those individuals providing security on the campus, correct? Right. All right. Hey, Kelly, thanks, Mom, uh, for being the mom. Thanks for being part of our show and uh, a very good perspective on the matter as well. That's Kelly and St. Pete. James, by the way, phone lines are open. There will be a line open now, 877-943-9673. James, you're the senator. Would you vote yes or no for this bill, or would you amend it uh, with another idea in terms of school safety? Well, I would think that arming the teachers would be a secondary thing to have happen as an ultimate backup. 
I would propose the Common Sense School Hardening and Protection Act instead. And I have three things that would be in it. First, we all know been in hotels, they have the um, self-closing fire doors. Um, the technology's out there. Um, it would have, in the, in the case of an emergency, all doors would lock. Um, you could program which ones to stay open or whatever, and each individual classroom would, would have an override. The second part would in, involving replacing the door glass with plexiglass or at least a uh, tempered glass with a grid in it so they can't reach into the classroom and shoot around. Uh, the third one, and this only costs about $10 of the classroom, is to, um, uh, you know how wheelbarrows work. Um, you would have low profile, profile casters on the desk and rubber stops on the corner with a handle on the desk opposite the door, and you just roll it to the door, tip it up on end, and that would um, pretty much block things for coming through and at least buy you time. That can be done within a couple of weeks, and like I say, for about $10 a classroom. So you're looking at about tens of thousands of dollars per school rather than millions. And I know the person that actually designed uh, roadblocks over in Iraq, and they have physical barriers in place long before a suicide bomber has a chance to get the personnel. Yeah, we see that, of course. Anyone has visited the Capitol in Washington lately, and, of course, we have them here as well. They're just very close to the building. Those barriers will come up and will keep uh, essentially from a um, a vehicle being used as a bomb to come into the, to the vicinity. Um, all right, so some different ideas from James in Clearwater, and that is some things that can be done uh, probably sooner rather than later. And, James, we thank you for uh, being part of our program this afternoon. Thanks for those uh, ideas. 877-943-9673, how about you? Would you support uh, as a line of defense for teachers to be armed in our schools? Not every teacher. It would be a handful of teachers and administrators going through specialized training, uh, or uh, would you amend the bill like Kelly would have? Kelly would have amended the bill and said, yes, I'm all for uh, more um, opportunities for trained personnel to defend the children. She would prefer those would be um, either police, sheriff, et cetera, et cetera, uh, the trained resource officers rather than uh, teachers. Uh, she's concerned about uh, some teachers having firearms. 877 943 You be the legislator. Uh, give us a call. We'll take Marie here real quick, and then we'll take a, a quick timeout as we're standing by to hear uh, Senate Bill 1236. Students are still testifying on the previous bill, which is the free expression on campus. We'll go straight to the hearing room when this bill comes up. Marie, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Oh, hi. Um, the gentleman before me, I agree with everything he said. Jim. But I also would but I also would like to see some of the teachers also be armed because there are instances that the resource directors like this one wasn't able to get to the spot. I believe that those teachers should be trained by the police department, yes. fully screened through yes. the police department, and really critiqued um, before they are allowed to bring weapons on the campus. Now, um I graduated 30 years ago. 30 years ago from a small town, we already had our doors that were like what James said, that once you entered, they locked behind you. They also had grids, metal grids in the glass itself, unbreakable glass, so you could not actually come in through that way if you happened to break the glass because it wouldn't break. The, the uh, metal grids 
prevented anybody to gaining access to support of the glass. So um, our main entrance was the the only entrance, actually, because all the doors were locked once school started, was the main entrance that leaded into the office complex. That should have a metal detector. So anybody coming through that would also be viewed um, and screened for any metal devices coming in. Um, those would be preventative things that you could put into place. But, yes, I do believe teachers, specific teachers, well-trained teachers, should have that because I do know that there are some gentlemen and some ladies out there that would be able to take down somebody, anybody, and defend those kids because mm. it's a needed thing. It, it just can't be overlooked anymore. Yeah, it's interesting because as we even visited Bush Gardens yesterday, some of you probably have more accurate information, but. Um... Uh, I hadn't been to Bush Gardens in a while, but now uh, it was a. It used to be if you had a purse or a bag, they would open up the bag with a little uh, round uh, a stick, if you will, and they would look in the bag. But I got to tell you, now at Bush Gardens, it was a full metal detector entry for everyone coming into the park. So we've gotten to that level, uh, of course, and any of your big sporting events, you're seeing that as well. Don't know exactly what, uh, haven't thought about that yet for some of our school campuses, but obviously um, with the situation that unfolded in Broward, unfortunately we have uh, copycats out there. We've got some very foolish students who are talking about being a copycat, uh, not realizing how serious that is. And um, But, uh, yes, uh, I'm, I guess I'm in the camp where... Um, uh, I'm not necessarily 100% trusting of teachers because I know those situations happen uh, where kids are, are treated, unfortunately, inappropriately. But um, I just wonder if uh, in some of these school shootings, if there were just uh, a few more folks spread out around the campus anonymously. Uh, and by the way, let me just say I agree with you, Marie. A person who would have a firearm on a school campus, I would expect them to uh, have the training. They don't have to have the complete training of a law enforcement officer and all the things they deal with, but I think that they would have to meet and exceed uh, requirements that any police officer would um, in a shoot-don't-shoot situation, mass casualty situation. I would uh, say that they would have to go out to the range and fully qualify once every 12 months, not every two or three years, but once every 12 months, and essentially, uh, they would be as uh, proficient and trained in that situation only, just with someone who is on the campus with the with, with a gun, uh, how to uh, work in conjunction with the school resource office officer that, uh, when necessary, to try and um, uh, mitigate uh, a threat like we saw unfold in uh, Broward County. But, Marie, I think... Uh, uh, very wise comments, and I'll give you the last thoughts before we take a break. Okay. There is another thing that we had in our school. The front doors, there was two entrance doors, and I see the bank that I go to that also has it. One person's allowed through the entrance door. The second door does not open until you clear the metal detector. Then someone in the office has to push the button in order to release that second door for you to actually enter. 
And on the exit of the bank that I go to, when you exit the first door, the second door does not open up until the first door closes behind you. That way nobody can actually come in through the exit door, preventing somebody from allowing somebody into the bank that's not wanted in through the exit door. And, of course, another uh, – everybody, I think, listening has experienced this, is when you try to enter into a door and you're, there's two doors and one of the doors is locked. And, uh, you know, you run into the door. Well, when you've got someone that's, uh, you know, highly exercised and they're trying to just run in, you know, maybe even uh, having, you know, alternate doors uh, where only one door will actually open, uh, there are all things we can do. But uh, anyway, Marie, we got to take a break. But uh, great comments this afternoon, and I thank you for uh, being part of our show today and hope you have a blessed evening. Thank you. You too. All right. That is uh, – Marie in Tampa. If you'd like to weigh in, uh, interesting, I'm going to um, have uh, Mike start listening in to the committee chairman's comments because uh, student after student is testifying and uh, trying to get an update. I certainly can't listen to um, the updates from the committee chairman and while we're live on the radio, but there's still time for you to be part of our program this afternoon, 877-943-9673. If you are a Florida State Senator... In the Judiciary Committee meeting this afternoon, would you support Senator Baxley's bill, 1236, which would uh, allow concealed weapons to be on a public school by uh, highly trained teachers, administrators, principals? Or um, are you dead sent against anyone other than a, a school resource officer? And maybe you might be against a school resource officer from being armed as well. 877-943-9673. Render your opinion. We'll be glad to hear from you and uh, add to our show. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle? Problems with electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. Guys, are you tired of being tired, frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat? If you're looking for a solution, then listen to Mark. I had fantastic results with the Andro 400 Max. Probably lost 35 pounds, and more impressive than that was the inches I lost off of my belly and my waist. And the increased energy is is fantastic. I'll be totally honest, I tried a different product, and I wasn't happy with the different product. You guys are considerably cheaper than the other brand, and I can really feel the difference. Andro 400 Max, the extra-strength, all-natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Feel and look like a new man. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 
888-400-0435. If people can't hear the message, they can't receive the message. Audio issues in your church sanctuary can cause people sitting in dead spots to have trouble hearing while others are drowned in loudness. Christian Sound Installation is your full-service audio-visual team specializing in the design, installation, improvement, and repair of audio and video systems and training your volunteer team as part of the installation process. Don't lose the message. Call Christian Sound Installation at 813-505-6302 or visit CSIFL.net. Wouldn't it be great if Happily Ever After really was the end of the story? Ever After is just the beginning, but Happily is possible. You can learn the secret if you win a weekend to remember from family life. There's really no better weekend for a couple than to get away, just the two of you. Win a free weekend trip for a married couple to a weekend to remember marriage getaway with registration, hotel, meals, and travel expenses paid. To enter, just log on to our station website and use the keyword marriage. And when you enter, you'll also receive the free e-booklet, Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage. Nine insights into building and strengthening a fulfilling marriage, just in time for Valentine's. Enter now to win a weekend to remember and get your free copy of Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage from Family Life. Visit letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword marriage. letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. I want you to know that the Bible does reveal enough truth about suffering in terms of general principles that help us put a great deal of our suffering in perspective. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, Bill Bunkley here. Have you ever thought about that day? Have you ever imagined what that day is going to be like for those of you who have given your hearts and your life and committed everything to Jesus Christ? To that day when either you breathe your last breath and the angels will take you literally to heaven or the day that uh, imagine the folks who are in him, the day that he will return, and uh, I believe with all my heart will be raptured out of this place uh, to be with him in the clouds. 
What a day that will be. And I just took a moment as the uh, conversation continues about the school safe, the um, the um, free uh, free expression of speech on campuses. You know, if you're listening this afternoon and uh, maybe you are visiting us from our answer stations or our biz stations, you know, um, I was really thankful we had a moment or two just to take a time out. And I just want to tell you that uh, the free gift that Jesus Christ offers of eternal life um, is available right this moment, right here and now. And I know that uh, many of us have been stressed by a lot of what we've seen, what we've seen the last few days. I can imagine about those students. And uh, yes, there were several of the um, the clips, the video clips that uh, students uh, had uh, had taken during the the massacre. Uh, that uh, certainly could never be. The audio could not be presented here uh, on uh, this broadcast, any other broadcast, certainly not the videos on the cable, but uh, <clears throat> they were there to be uh, <clears throat> to be seen. Um, and uh, honestly, these kids should have never, ever had to endure this. And we must try to do everything we can, humanly possible, to thwart uh, future uh, attackers. There's no doubt about that. Um, within reason of our of our value system here, but um, just want to take a minute and just tell you, you know, there is a plan, and uh, there is an opportunity to be uh, in Him. That regardless of what happens to us, and certainly by by not any uh, uh, sort of testimony, if you if you come to be a Christian at this very moment, it doesn't mean you're not going to have issues, not going to have problems not going to still be uh, dealing with uh, all of what's happening, but uh, there is a piece that, um, you know, Jesus Christ then is uh, who you trust and who you follow. And um, so I just want to tell you that in the midst of uh, uh, some very um, emotionally challenging days, that uh, as we're hopefully going to bring you part of uh, the testimony on this all-important bill that, Many will be talking about that um, this would be a great opportunity for you to say, Lord, you know, I'm a sinner. I just ask you to come into my life and forgive me of my sins. I, I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of uh, uh, worrying, being stressed out. Um, I certainly want to be responsible. I want to be responsible to you, Lord. I want to learn of you and follow your precepts, but I'm asking you to forgive me my sins. And, uh, Father, just... Uh, accept me into your kingdom and fill me with your Holy Spirit. I want to follow you today. I want to tell you what, it's, it's that simple if you want to um, uh, have him be the Lord of your life and certainly in light of some very stressful things uh, in the environment around us and what many have been through. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, take another quick time out. We'll check in with SRN News and uh, we'll be poised and ready to go if we get to... Uh, Senator Baxley's bill on arming teachers and administrators and principals with concealed weapons. That's next to the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. 
President Trump says he has signed a memo directing the Justice Department to propose regulations to ban all devices like bump stocks used in last year's Las Vegas massacre. The president is making the announcement to curb the use of the rapid-fire devices during a ceremony recognizing bravery by the nation's public safety officers. A Florida Senate committee has endorsed a proposal to put law enforcement officers in every school in the state. Only slightly more than half of Florida's more than 4,000 public schools have the resource officers. They are sworn law enforcement officers and allowed to carry a weapon on a school campus. It's expected to also be part of a comprehensive gun bill that Senate Republicans plan to release later this week. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 258 points to 24,962, the NASDAQ dropping 5, the S&P lower by 16. More details at srnnews.com. This is Philip DeCourcy of Know the Truth. Now, the book of Jonah presents a whale of a story, but it's also packed with implications for you and me. Through Jonah, God's calling us to go to the city to share the gospel. And at Know the Truth, we're answering the call by expanding into more cities than ever before. Learn more in a special interview broadcast on Know the Truth. That's right here on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800 500 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. When we give thanks to God, it refocuses our attention. Because think about it. You get up in the morning, uh, you sort of have to hurry up, fix your breakfast, whatever you do over your children, and next thing you know, you're into it in the day. And so it doesn't mean that we're just to thank Him in the morning and thank Him in the evening. But all during the day, we should live with a heart of gratitude and thanksgiving to God. But there is something about those early morning hours, something about those early times, because if it were not so, he wouldn't have said here, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness by night. Think about it. And that is his loving kindness in the morning. We have that to look forward to. God, I'm going to trust you for these things, whatever it might be. And then in the evening to do what? To thank him for his faithfulness that he's been to us all day long. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Ask an attorney every Saturday at 8 a.m. I am 75 years old. I have been married for 24 years. I'm contemplating divorce. I know, you're laughing. No, I'm not laughing. I don't laugh at any of my callers, and I really sincerely try to help everybody I can. And there's no such thing as a dumb question and no such thing that would, would make me laugh, I don't think. Your question is on the will. Correct. If you get divorced, any provisions he made for you in the will become null and void. AM 570 and 910 WTBN. 
Invite God along for the morning commute. Weekday mornings at 7, it's Focus on the Family. I see all over the Word of God. He places people in specific times for His purposes. And at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Frankly, I believe God can do whatever He chooses to do. God is not going to be put into any box we construct for Him. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Hey, Bill Bunkley here. We're back in Tallahassee with some breaking news. It is 39 minutes past the hour as we move toward the 6 o'clock hour. We have uh, just learned moments ago that the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee is not, I repeat, not going to be hearing Senator Dennis Baxley's gun bill this afternoon. Um, The bill, which would allow some people to uh, carry uh, qualified people, concealed weapons on public school campuses. We have uh, learned that uh, last week the bill was added to the Senate uh, calendar here for the Judiciary Committee. Um, It got added to the the calendar on Wednesday. Now we find out that uh, for those of you uh, that are listening and and can listen uh, at least uh, somewhere in the vicinity of the Fort Myers area, State Senator Elizabeth Benequisto made a motion to postpone this bill. Uh, I will tell you that um, this just happened. Uh, Senator Baxley um, was not present, I'm told, when the decision was made. His other bill is being heard right now, but this bill... Uh, is not going to be heard uh, this week in the Florida legislature. So let me give you some ideas about where we are at. Earlier today uh, on the Florida House floor, some of you in the Brandon area are familiar with uh, Representative Ross Spano. Uh, He has um, um, a bill uh, that would, uh, it's a proclamation that basically talks about the risks uh, imposed uh, posed to our uh, culture by uh, pornography. And so um, to give you an idea of uh, what's going to be happening now, tomorrow, the next day, um, we have had, we, are, we have going to have all sorts of students. Some students are here already. Some students were in the gallery earlier today when the House came in session and uh, Democrat uh, McGee made a motion to bring a bill that hasn't been heard yet that basically would uh, uh, ban assault-style rifles as well as uh, ban magazines of bullets here in the state of Florida. Uh, that uh, was not received well at all in terms of the vote. 31 folks uh, in the chamber of the 120-member chamber voting yes, 71 members voting no. So uh, in that situation, it did not come up. We understand that there were some uh, students in the gallery from uh, Marjorie Stoneman's uh, high school there in Broward County. So this bill is not going to be heard. Then, uh, as I was coming back from the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, just before the 4 o'clock hour, I was talking to one of my colleagues, and uh, apparently um, the liberals 
as soon as the pornography bill was um, pulled up from um, to be heard, and by the way, it passed the Senate. Excuse me, it passed the House. I don't see it getting traction in the Senate. We'll see. But nonetheless, the fact that the legislature, excuse me, strike that, the fact that the Florida House took up a bill having to do with pornography, the, uh, as soon as that bill passed uh, in second reading and to be up for a third reading and final passage in the House, the um, news stories immediately started hitting the, uh, the media uh, posts about how the Florida House, when it should be talking about banning guns, I guess banning magazines, um, probably a little to be said about uh, what we need to do to protect mental health or whether, you know, students and teachers should be armed. Uh, the Florida House was uh, Republicans were widely criticized for taking up a bill on pornography. Well, let me tell you what um, I think is going to be happening here. Tomorrow, of course, uh, regardless of what bills are being heard, tomorrow the only news you're going to get out of Tallahassee is going to be the protests, the 100 students that have arrived here uh, on buses from Broward County, from the high school where the massacre took place. They're going to be joined by scores of other students here from Leon County who have been given a pass to uh, leave school and to come here to the Capitol Complex and protest. So tomorrow I can tell you that uh, that's going to be the focus of uh, all the media, and it's not just the normal Tallahassee press corps. I would imagine that uh, several television stations are going to be sending up their television crews to cover this. Uh, might even see my, uh, my colleagues from WTBT, Channel 28, Channel 10, Channel 8, uh, all up here. But we're also going to have the national media covering this for the next day or two. And, of course, the story is uh, whether the conservative Republicans are going to take up gun control or not. Are they going to pass gun control or not? I can tell you that uh, that is not going to happen. So there's going to be controversy there. Then uh, about uh, some of these other issues. But, but here's the big picture. We have, incl- counting this week, we have three weeks left. Now, over the next couple of three days, uh, I would suggest the group to watch are the, are the Democrats here in the state capitol. If, along with the media, if they continue, which I think it's probably in their interest to do so, being quite candid, because at this point uh, we have a midterm election coming up in November, and unfortunately we have... Uh, an awful incident that probably could have been prevented by existing laws and existing agencies. Somehow that's being lost on the whole discussion as it relates to what's going to happen here in Tallahassee. But I think what you're going to find is that after a couple of three days of this week, if uh, the Republican majorities in both the Florida House and the Florida Senate continue to get hammered, if you will, for discussing or um moving any other bills through the process, one of the options, quite frankly, could be that uh, all the bills that we have been following, those that I've been reporting on each week, either that we're monitoring, we're supporting, or opposing. Uh, And by the way, if if you uh, are not on our list for the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission, uh, our email list, because uh, we give a complete update, uh, usually on Sunday afternoons, of um, the bills that we have been following, 
if you'd like to uh, get a more in-depth uh, knowledge of uh, what we follow in terms of Christian worldview issues, go to floridareligiousliberty.com. That's floridareligiousliberty.com. When you arrive there, just click on the link for uh, sign up for the emails and give us your email address. We'll be glad to um, send you those updates. Now, having said that, what I think may happen is uh, the only thing the Florida legislature is required to do is to pass an annual budget. And they are well within that process. What may happen is that uh, if there, if this ends up being uh, sort of a huge media event, a media circus, if you will, past the next two or three days, it may very well be that the Republicans might just, uh, uh, for all intents and purposes, shut down the process uh, for anything except finishing up the work of the appropriations committees, getting the budget intact, hammering that out, going to conference, coming back. And uh, it could very well be that if they are going, they being the Republicans, are going to be criticized at every corner for hearing bills other than gun control, other than <clears throat> what the, um, the agenda is, is going to be for the pro-gun control crowd. I could see where they might just shut the whole process down, <clears throat> and if that's the case, um, we may be closer, uh, not necessarily by the calendar date, but a practical date, uh, closer to some of the things we have been following and reporting on whether they do or do not become law. We could have a, a host of things just uh, go by the wayside, and for these Republicans in charge of the House and the Senate to say, you know what? Um, with what's happening here, we're just, uh, we're just gonna, you know, uh, not going to do much of anything other than the budget, which we are required to do by the, um, Florida constitution. If we're just going to get hammered, uh, for doing anything. So we shall see that certainly, uh, could be, uh, an option. And, uh, even as I'm looking at, um, the schedule coming up for the next couple of days here, there are some committee meetings, but, uh, and what you would expect with three weeks left for it to be heavily weighted in terms of uh, the time that they're going to invest both on the House and Senate side to deliberate budget issues, uh, it could be very interesting. So now here's what we're going to do. Um, By the way, um, I'll be posting uh, on um, my Twitter and Facebook um, tomorrow. Uh, We'll keep an eye on the committee meetings. We'll still be weighing in on the issues uh, one way or another. another. But I assure you that um, I'll be out uh, covering. Uh, There's going to be a rally on the steps of the old Capitol. Um, And uh, depending on the number of uh, rank-and-file Democrats that are going to be coming in from all over the state, certainly there is a divide, not only in this state, like there's a divide in the country uh, between the left and the right. Um, We're going to have, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, NRA folks are here. I'm uh, uh, shuddering at the thought that uh, white supremacists uh, may show up as well as well as other special interest groups. And so, um, first of all, I would ask for your prayer for everyone here in Tallahassee for just wisdom and protection, but certainly for uh, yours truly. And so as we are out and around, um, this is one of those events 
where uh, it could become a circus uh, very quickly. In fact, I, I kind of sense the, that it, it might do so. I'm hoping that we just have a peaceful um, opportunity to hear from some students who have, you know, for all intents and purposes, have been through uh, all those things that a child shouldn't go through. I hope it's a, an opportunity just to hear from them and that our legislators will listen to them. Unfortunately, um, politics is in play here. And organized politics, which has a lot on the line of uh, who may or may not pick up um, seats in the Florida legislature come the fall. We also have a U.S. Senate race. Uh, We'll have a governor's race as well. And so uh, the politics of guns, the politics of violence, uh, that is certainly going to be uh, center stage, not just the next three days, but, of course, the debate that now has opened up. But I want to remind you that um, I may be the lone voice in the wilderness, but um, the real attention at this moment should be, well, attention to the FBI. The protesting should be aimed at not the Miami office of the FBI, but certainly um, protest at FBI offices all around the state of Florida not protesting our local men and women uh, who are on the front lines, but at a place of gathering to protest the fact that the FBI had plenty of reason um, to be on top of this, and they never referred it. There should be an opportunity to uh, to uh, protest, if you will, the Department of Children and Families to some degree. Um, why was this individual actually cutting himself, but yet was not uh deemed to be a threat to him or others. Um, depending on what source you uh, plug into, between 30 and th- between 20 and 30 to 34 uh, calls for service at this young man's home. Uh, what about that? At least one positive thing, not positive, but just to say, I uh, believe it was Saturday when um, this uh, Broward school shooter's brother, which we understand both were very troubled. Um, he was actually um, picked up for uh, mental evaluation under the Baker Act uh, either Friday or Saturday. Now, that's a that's a three-day hold unless they do something else. So we'll try and find out about that. But I just want to leave you with that as you're praying. You know, why did this system fail so so widely? You know, there's clamoring about we need to do this, do that, do the other. Well, what about the agencies being held accountable for what we knew was going on? Strike that. What they knew was going on. You know, I, I certainly am amazed that that isn't where all of the immediate focus, and yes, there's going to be a discussion about guns, yes, about mental health, but uh, my goodness, you would think that uh, the front, you know, the front lines of this, of any protest, and let me say bipartisan protest, by all members, left, right, middle, white, yellow, black, you know, whatever our skin tone, because I'm one that doesn't buy into the different races. We're all of, of God. We're all of, of um, if you will, tracing back to be brothers and sisters. But why are we not talking about why the system failed? Anyway. Well, coming up tomorrow, we'll have that live coverage. Uh, Don't want to miss any of that. We'll keep you up to date. Plus, uh, 
uh, we'll have a chance to uh, learn a little bit uh, more um, about uh, how these protests are going to be uh, unfolding. And in addition to that, uh, we'll have a chance to talk with Colleen Kelly Alexander. She has a new book, uh, Gratitude in Motion. And uh, she's going to be uh, part of this weekend's Gasparilla Distance Classic event. We'll talk about uh, her book. Plus, Joe Pellegrino uh, is going to be talking about how your church could be a part of the upcoming Transformed Men's Conference. And don't want to miss that as well. It's going to be a great opportunity to uh, come together, especially for the men. Coming up in a moment, uh, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, at uh, Senior Pastor, Ottawa Baptist Church. Uh, his uh, radio ministry, Living Truth. Walking the walk and talking the talk. You've probably heard that, right? Well, this is part two of a two-part series. So um, if you'd like to learn a bit more about walking the walk and talking the talk, he'll take you to Ephesians 4 and uh, 25 through 30 for today's lesson. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. Sorry that uh, we had anticipated a very very important debate on uh, one possible step to take for school safety but again that bill was pulled from the judiciary committee so i'm sure that won't be heard for uh, quite a while if it's heard at all well from uh, our post here in tallahassee i'm bill bunkley been my pleasure to be with you be back tomorrow at four we'll have updates from the students here protesting in tallahassee have a great evening god bless and good night Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.